I think this is one of those games, you know, in the future with the, all the technology we have, this is one of the games you've got to force your youngster to play, even though they want to uh, play VR. <laughs> I maybe don't know. I, maybe I've got a weird view on child rearing. <laughs> That's probably why I don't have any. Um, I don't know, it's just, I don't, it's one of those no, games I, I, everyone I, I, I get, I get, I get what you mean. I get what you mean. It's just funny to hear you say that. <laughs> it's a bit too aggressive. Like, <laughs> When I when I was young, we used to go camping in the woods with <laughs> that's a stick. Right. Exactly. I'm, it's that I'm type of era. My kids to do the exactly. Same. Exactly. You're <laughs> you're locking that room until you've saved Robo. Hello and welcome back to a brand new episode of everyone's favorite podcast, the Critical Arcade Podcast. I'm your co-host, Nick. And I'm Dave. Yeah. Hello, Dave. Hi, Nick. Are you well? <laughs> I am well. I am well. Thank you for asking. This this week, this this week earlier, we went to we went to a pizza place. I'm just immediately segueing into a pizza story. I'm about to say you're, you're quite the storyteller. I was hooked. <laughs> <laughs> we went to a pizza place this week. And they gave us, get this, square pizzas. No. Don't, yeah. you, you're blowing me away. <laughs> where? Square pizza. where? 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 It was, I can't, I can't remember the place, I can't, the name, but it, it, I was quite surprised. <laughs> square pizzas. Of all things. <laughs> well, there you go. I'm glad you, you, you seem quite easily amused, but I'm, I'm glad you enjoyed yourself. They, no, I didn't, though. It was a square pizza. Oh. Who's so enjoyed this, this, this was a bad thing. This was a bad thing. I'm complaining. Square Peters, are you... Uh, oh, sorry. I thought you liked the gimmick of, of no. no longer being round. No, I didn't. I'm not... I, I ordered a pizza. <laughs> not a front door. You like the reassurance of always getting a round pizza. And yes, please. Other Thank bullshit. you. What? Oh, <laughs> who's making these pizzas? Neanderthals? <laughs> like they're using like square like baking tins instead of proper uh, round... Uh, pizza trays. I didn't. I, I didn't like it. it, it what? If, <laughs> it's such a weird problem to have. But fair enough. If only. No, this is a real problem. Square pizzas. This need to be. It needs to be raised more. If they. It's the only way it could have been made worse was if it, they added pineapple or banana. <laughs> so, ladies and gents, if you want to hear any more of this type of conversation, listen to us on our Patreon. Please or, do, or but I'm, more, I'm more serious, in-depth Dave. pizza seri- insights. <laughs> this is a real issue that people need to be aware of. Square pizzas. Well, I, I, I just, I, I'm lost for words. I didn't even know they existed, and now you've told me the world no. is, is less bright. The no, world is need- less bright now. That can't be right. That yeah, can't be true. right. You need to know. You, you know. of all people, <laughs> ladies and gents, before the podcasting industry, Dave worked in the hospitality industry or uh, uh, restaurant industry. Oh, I thought you were going to tell me tell them I was one of the Ninja Turtles. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, of all the people who would know, it would be the, the Ninja Turtles. Yes, everyone's favorite Renaissance painter, Dave. <laughs> yeah, have you <laughs> not, never heard of him? He was quite, he was quite uh, a recluse, but, you know, he's equally as famous. Fun fact, uh, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles don't like square pizzas. That's probably very true. I'm sure, uh, who was it? Who, Michelangelo who liked pizzas? I forget which one now. My, yeah, Michelangelo, Mikey. He's the he, he like, uh, but I, I think all of them really liked pizzas. 
Michelangelo was the one. He was, Ma- yeah, he was just it. the most outspoken. Yeah, exactly. Right, but Leonardo, Raphael, uh, Donatello. Donatello. I think well, they're all like pizzas, round pizzas. Yes. <laughs> this is the greatest segue in our podcast, by the this way. But yes, you're right. <laughs> this isn't a segue. <laughs> Sorry, true. This is the greatest intro. But you're right. I think they all like pizzas. Splinter, I'm not so sure, though. He's old. He probably like. I don't know. He, he, he most like. What, does he like anchovies on his pizza? Well, that said, he's a mouse, so cheese. So he probably was quite uh, a fan of pizza. That does make sense. <laughs> This week on the Critical Arcade Podcast, ladies and gents, we reviewed one of the best games ever made. That yeah, I do not say that lightly. We how about how about how about you, Phyllis and Dave? What did we play? Well, we played the 1995, 28 year old. You know, that's older. How old are you? Twenty. I'm 29. So hey. Oh, so you said okay. You were just you were just on the peak of. I made were, it. You, I was here. That's it. You were around when this game was out, so that makes yes. you on the cusp. That's fine. Chrono Trigger for the the Super Nintendo system. It's it it really is a, a like a, a generation genre defining game. It's one of those like people discuss it that every once in a while you get one of these games that is just so so out of this world so so yeah. so crazily good like people are suggesting elden ring could have been the one for the last 10 years uh, that, that's got a bit of contention for me but chrono trigger for the uh for the snares is even just uh, playing it and then reviewing it in the last few weeks it's so insane just researching yeah. it and see who seeing who's yeah. involved and the things it has in the game itself which are now kind of like cliche and tropes today, 28 years later, they had in games back then that no yeah. one else was doing it. So it's mind-boggling. That's... that. But back then, yeah. th- th- these things were innovative. Yeah, 100%. This was never, ever even slightly heard of. The things yeah. that... Uh, we'll, we'll talk a bit later. And my favourite part, you, I'm sure you must have researched it yourself. You know, you know the dream team. The dream team that made this game. <laughs> <laughs> Fill us in. I don't. Okay. Well, there were three heads in the development of this game. Now, there's a quote. I'm going to say their names wrong because they're Japanese. So it's a uh, Hironubu Sakaguchi. Sakaguchi. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Heard that yeah, name yeah. at all? Heard that yeah, name fi- at all? No? He's, he's Final Fantasy man. Yeah, he created Final Fantasy. Yes. He was like the original. Yeah. Then there's a gentleman called Yuji Horai. Okay, no, I don't recognize that name. No, you probably don't. But he invented Dragon Quest. Ooh! The, the games, right? Okay, okay, this is getting really and hot. And then the <laughs> other gentleman you may have heard of, i probably say it wrong again, is Akira Toriyama. Yeah, Akira Toriyama. Another, another legend. His, okay, <laughs> I get what you mean, <laughs> Dream Team now. Yeah, those... Yeah, Jeez, everybody's Akira speaking, Toriyama, he's DBZ, he's, man. Yeah, he invented Dragon Ball Z and all the other things that go alongside it and stuff like that, and the art style he also invented. Um, yeah. And those were the three leads to this game. So, like, three of the greats, especially in that era, even now, three of the greats were the people who were making this game. They wanted that they, they worked incredible. together. It's so crazy. Like, the kings of RPG and, of course, Dragon Ball Z and all the other fantastical stories and uh, and art styles and big uh, battles, they're all sitting in a room and thought they needed to make a game together. <laughs> that is so cool. It is, it is, it is. I, 
I just and this game it really is sort of almost a not not hybrid, but you can see the hands of all three of those creators yeah, no, everywhere exactly. in this game, right? Final That's Fantasy, exactly Dragon it. Quest, and Dragon Ball. It is everywhere in this game. Yeah, it is. It, it is, and that's the, it is absolutely. So we're probably jumping into it too much, but it just. I, when no. I see that team, and I would never that team will never team up ever again. Unfortunately, it's just so insane. I find it yeah. so insane. It was such like it's the equivalent for you to have like Peter Jackson, Spielberg, and um, who else does like good adventure stories. But I, but I get what I get. What yeah, you mean. it's getting it's all in one room. It just doesn't happen. Yeah, but anyway. No, no, anyway. No. But we, that's what we... but that's what Elden Ring was. You uh, you said earlier you don't think Elden Ring is this. It is yeah. this. It was George R. R. Martin <laughs> and Hidetaku Miyazaki. <laughs> it's, that's, that's true. That is it's, a dream team. It is. I, I would argue that it's not as genre defining. But anyway, that's another episode for. That is a totally. Yeah. An, <laughs> that's that's a whole. Uh, that's a whole bonus episode, right? Yeah, hundred percent. Um, anyway, should we jump into the narrative of this? Because it is quite quite a narrative. So quite a complex. Yeah, go this, on. This game, this one, it, it, I played it 10 years ago for the first time in 2012. That's the first time I touched this game. Oh, really? Well, yeah, did you buy, play the SNES one or the Nintendo DS? I know it got released. SNES one. Re-released. Yeah, okay. I, I played it and I tried to... I got to... The first time you visit the post-apocalyptic time time zone, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? Uh, there are labs, an oppressed human race, and just yeah. mutants everywhere. Yeah, I met the robot party member. I can't remember what his name was. That's where his name is. Uh, where, Robo. Robo. <laughs> Robo. That's what you couldn't remember, by the way. Perfect. Robo. <laughs> I met Robo, and that's when I stopped playing. I, c- I can't remember why. I think it was exams or something. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah, so it was exams, and I stopped playing. And then I haven't touched the game since, ever. That's crazy, because that's until, not even that far. Until right, now. Uh, until now, until this past week. I played Chrono Trigger, and I got to that exact point. <laughs> <laughs> did you get any further? Or, or, no, or I did not. So many other things to do. Oh, shame. Yeah, no, that's I what not. Adul- so, Adulton getting in the way again. Right? So I got the setup. I got the setup. I met Chrono, uh, Luca, mm-hmm. uh, Maul, Frog. Yeah. <laughs> My favorite name in the entire game. I know, Frog. I know, Frog. I know, you're still missing one character, by the way. I know, I know, I know. There's the prehistoric lady. Yeah, Ar- Ayla or Arla. I don't know how you want to say. Yeah, she's Let's cool. Let's go with Ayla. Because um, another prehistoric female protagonist, Aloy, is yeah. very. Ooh, do you think Aloy was inspired by Arla? Let's just say yes, just because I like the idea that all games revolve around the same universe somewhere. It's all just one big metaverse, and they all live within the same universe. So yes, I'm I'm making I'm making my own meta narrative. I'm saying Ayla is Aloy's mom. (laughs) Yeah, that works. Yeah, and she just left Aloy in the mountain. Yeah. Ooh, I like this meta narrative. That's it. Let's 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 write this all down. But so, so that's how far I got into the narrative. Not very far at all. <laughs> no, that isn't. It, it isn't particularly that far. Because, again, that I, I cannot... I still cannot believe is that this was a, a SNES game. And the narrative is so in-depth. There's so much. Yeah. That, it's, 
Yeah. It is like watching a few seasons of Dragon Ball Z. It, you oh. can't, you know, it's, it's seasons of it. There is so much, like, each character has its own, like, huge or sad or, 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 or a groundbreaking moment, which is just, for a SNES game that doesn't exist, it didn't exist. You know, there was the occasional Final Fantasy, and I can't remember if those came out before or after this game. I know a couple did, but I don't know if they were... I'm sure 6 didn't by then, did it? 6, Final Fantasy which six. at that time in the US was Final yeah. Fantasy 3. Yeah, maybe Final it had Fantasy come out. Final Fantasy 6 release uh, 1994. Oh, wow, so it came out the year before. So I guess... Yeah, yeah. in Japan, though, I'm not entirely uh, okay. sure when the US Western. release was. Yeah, okay. Well, either way, this is it's just the story... I can't get over what's what's all in there. I so, cannot get over all the different arcing lines, all the different personal yeah, side yeah. quest type aspects to it. And it's sad and it's I can't I can't go too depth into it because there's so many spoilers. No, of course but not. But it's it's crazy. It's ladies and gentlemen, if you don't really know anything about it, it's um it's a a, a motley crew of uh, friends, I guess, would be the polite way to do it. And they teens? travel back on teams. Uh, they travel forth uh, through uh, and forwards and back in time to uh, stop the end of the world. Fundamentally, and there's lots, <laughs> there's lots of going forwards to see what happened to what you did at the past and changing things in the past to affect the future. And all this, like a I don't know Doctor Who esque or Back to the Future esque type of. Para, uh, grandfather paradoxes for you to try to sort out uh, and uh, save the world from the but, from the big bad. But back when Doctor Who was still good. Yeah, exactly. Yes, correct. Back when Doctor Who was still good. <laughs> Between the two of us, you're the only one that are, that's completed this game, right? Yes, but yeah, again, completed this game is kind of a a bit of a special concept because there are twelve unique endings. Whoa, whoa, what? Yeah, so I've only completed <laughs> one version of it. Did you, wait a minute? Did you twelve? Twelve. Twelve. Twelve unique endings to this game. Thirteen, I believe, if you've got the Nintendo DS version, they put another in there. <laughs> what? Yeah, seriously, and it all depends on like certain aspects to uh, when you fight. I, I, I can't uh-huh. remember like, Big Bad's name. V- Venus, Vanos. Lavos. Lavos, okay. Um, depending on when you fight him and you uh, talk to Magus, like the, the bad warlocky fella, uh, the ch- the story changes entirely. Like, completely. In every, each different ver- uh, variation. Hell, there's even <laughs> one where you get um, Magus joins your party, comparing not to joining your party. And he goes to find his sister, all sorts of things. Um, the... There are that many endings, so you've really got to play this game through and through. Whoa! This was oh. released 30 years ago? Yeah, I this know, This was right? 1995? I know! It's crazy! It is, is it, And it's one of those games you've got to play the story more than once, or you miss yeah. the subtleties. Because at some yeah. point, when you're playing it, I remember the first time I played it, I kind of started getting confused, because this person here and I've got to go there and I've got to go back here and I've got to go there and I was forgetting all the names and there's all there's 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 quite a degree of sub characters and sub bad guys like the reptiliates or something the reptile people and the the mutated people and I got confused but if you this is one of those games you've got to you play a few times so that you can actually see the nuances and like the storytelling where it actually does tie all together it yeah. ties together really well like there's like 
there's one bit, spoiler ahead, where you have to leave Robo behind for a thousand years so that he can help, um, like, terraform and look after a planet. Okay. And that was so sad. And then you go find him again. After a thousand years? Yeah, you go... he has terraformed. Yeah, for you, it's just a jump in the time machine. One of, like, three time machines I might have in this whole entire game. But you then just jump in the time machine and go collect him again. But he's been there for a thousand years, so he kind of gets a bit rusty and dirtier and stuff like that. No, it's it's insane. I love this. This game is... (laughs) It's, it's it's just the love child of three greats, and it's three and it, great and, minds. It, and it came out like one. It didn't have any like huge faults. It didn't have any huge problems. It wasn't short or any of that. They literally must have given been given all the time and all the the, the money or whatever they wanted because the I guess it was Square I think at the time uh, yeah. just wanted this game to come out perfectly. Oh, it's just so good. But granted, I am a fanboy, so I'm, I am very biased. No, I mean, if this is the type of game that you like, which thankfully we are, mm. then there, this really is the perfect cocktail. Yes, it is. It's like, I if can't... you haven't played it, it is. And it, sorry, it also ages really well, in my opinion. Yes, that's it. Like, I was it playing is... it now, and I'm thinking, goodness, there's not yeah. a part of this that I don't like. That's right? not, that doesn't look bad or sound bad. Yeah, I've been playing the Octopath uh, Traveler type games quite recently, and then I picked this game up, and it's apart from a different playstyle and and voice acting, it's it's kind of just the same thing. It's it's literally thirty years later, (laughs) and I give you Octopath is a bit of a a a throwback to the 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 old days in a game in its own right. Yeah, Um, but this game just holds up so well. Um, The only downside, I guess, for today's generation, there's a lot of reading. You know, there's just lots of. I reading. mean, yeah, but that's not the game's fault. No, it isn't. Society's just gotten lazy. Yeah, I agree. Everything now is just voice acted and done that. Right. And I can't, but there's a, there's a lot of reading in this game. But the story is so cool. It's it's the equivalent of being annoyed about reading manga, because that's it. Every moment there is a a bad guy or a new thing to defeat or a new crisis to avert, just like any other manga one would pick up. Well, I think any story with a lot with loads of uh, developments and mm. uh, un- unpredictable story beats, I think it's good. But I do think that this game is incredibly creative. Yeah, I remember the first time uh, I got chased out of uh, King Gaudia's castle in mm-hmm. present times, and the only place we could go to was through a, a, a time jump, right? Yes, Otherwise, that's right. That's right. Court. That's correct. Yeah, and. <laughs> I can remember the excitement of thinking, okay, let's go through this time loop. And in the middle of this time jump, which I, now that I think about it, it's a loading screen. Mm. I thought, wait a minute, where where the hell am I going? Right? And so we landed in the post-apocalyptic future. Yeah. Which is just a situation of uh, out of the fire into the frying, out of the frying pan into the fire. No, exactly right. Yeah. Because at that moment... I'm thinking, gee, whoa, this... This is this is that's creative. It's good. Oh, it's it, right. like I said, it, it, and it's got so many of those moments. Like, uh, like I said, I don't want to ruin things, but there are other ways that you learn to time travel later on because certain things happen to your tri- time traveling method. Let's put it that way. Come um, on. And so, yeah, are you this, are you, you going to make me play this game until I finish it? Well, one of the endings, at the very least. Oh, <laughs> oh it's crazy! It is crazy. Um. 
I do like that. Uh, it was quite it was quite a bit funny later on. You get you have to go look for the item called the sandstone, which just reminded me of Pokemon. I don't, you know, I just <laughs> need to get are the sandstone gonna... so I can get a sunflora or whatever the hell it evolves. Oh, are you gonna up? Are you gonna evolve Robos? Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> into into a Robo flower. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, it was it's it's got so much in there, and you really like only getting Robo. You're probably oh, I don't know a fifth of the way through, I suppose. Jeez, I, I don't even. <laughs> A fifth even sounds a bit too far. Yeah, it does actually. I'm trying to I think was... like what else because there are kind of like side quests. Yeah, to kind of to develop the, the the stories of the characters and kind of like the areas or eras of which you're in. There were like semi side quests to, to do. I so want to tell the narrative, but I don't want to spoil it because the narrative is mental. Like even I your think... fa- even your favorite character Frog has a crazy story to uh, it. Yes. Okay. I'm invested now. <laughs> yeah, oh no, think, Frog. Frog's cool. I, Frog is I like, whoa. <laughs> the We can talk about the entire narrative for Chrono Trigger in a bonus episode. Yeah, we that should That would be that. the perfect place for us to, yeah, no, to no. talk about just everything. Then you can tell me all of it. All 12 endings. Yeah, I'm not, I don't know it that well, but yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> I totally know kind of where they go, which avenues they take. Speaking I, of, the narrative is great. All the places you visit. I like the characters and I can only think the characters were I know they were designed by Akira Toriyama mm-hmm. that's a bit obvious no I think so yeah uh, the characters were was that also made by Akira Toriyama do you know I, th- I think 100% um, even if you just if you take away the fact that Chrono has the Dragon Ball Z hair and the yeah. you know the, the Super Saiyan-esque style to him you can't you can't play the game and not think that you know that one's the Bulma uh, that one's the the you know frog <laughs> It is the granted frog is your normal hero type um, knight who is who who's, okay. who's, who's regal and stuff. No, I am a hundred percent sure that's that's all down to his type of storytelling and his type of characterization. Because, like I said later on, like well, there's there's lots of final. <laughs> I say it's hard to say now because frog kind of develops in the final fantasy trope type storyline. Okay. I won't go like. His goes down that way. I'm trying to think what else happens. Um, I think you you can you can see exactly where uh, Princess um, Nadia Nadia's storyline is going. It's kind of a cliche yes. now as well. Yes, the escaped princess that then you know um, L- liberates herself or whatever. Exactly, to, so because she's tired of being you know it's kind of like Princess Jasmine yeah. from Aladdin and yeah, all yeah. those other cliches. And, and that story kind of develops the same way until she finds out that. Um, she needs to go back to her kingdom and stuff ah. like that. You know, the normal um, story. Yeah, yeah. No, no, I, the characters are great. The characters, it's just, so, but it's so much part of the storyline. And the storylines go back and forth between the eras to develop their personal stories as well. Like, um, Princess Nadia has to go save her mother, which is kind of, kind of apparent because at one point they think she's her mother when they're back in oh, time and oh stuff okay like I, no I played this part it was her great grandmother was it great grandmother sorry yes, yeah yes. that's right uh, and, and that develops further Lien it's, or something yeah that's right something like that you know I remember oh it's just it's so robust like I could go on to we could be doing this whole bit for an hour me just going into the storylines of each one and, and I... Robo is really sad because he's kind of like the last of his kind, and he saw the whole of the, <laughs> the world kind of just crumble around him. He is, he's one of my favourite characters. I love Robo. Robo. He's, he's the saddest little robot, but he's also so plucky and like upbeat and 
friendly. <laughs> it's they, weird they, to say. Give, they give they give you this false sense that these characters aren't developed by giving them names names like Robo and Frog. Yeah, yeah. And then <laughs> they, they just hit you with. <laughs> they really do. You think, oh, he's just a side character. His oh, name's only he's Robo. Just called and Robot. Then, and then your heart breaks in two when you hear his backstory and stuff like that. No, it's exactly it. I liked that as, as the game develops, the areas in time that you go to are more extreme and more radical each time. Mm-hmm. Right? The first time you time jump, it is, it's just to save Princess Nadia. You go back in time like 80 years. Yeah, something like that, yeah. Right? Great. And then that, yeah. after you go back to the present, then you time jump a thousand years. Yeah. Right? And then after that time jump, I think you time jump, what? Like up? But a hundred thousand years in the past. Yeah, it's it's a good it's it's a good solid number. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, yeah it's, and then it's, it's near the one. end, at, the, at I think near the end, I read you just time jump to. Oh, I don't even want to say, but the end of time. Yes, that's pretty. You do no, you do exactly. What? You, you actually crazy. kind of you actually kind of have a hub where there's uh like an old man, like uh, old man time. I can't remember his name now. Okay. I'm not very really good with names. Where you actually get to have a hub where you get different doors, kind of, to the different time periods later on. There's an old wise man there who, yet again, has his own story behind it. He's not just an old wise man. He's actually a bit more and... and yeah, again, it's so much there. Jeez, and you're, so, and you're so right. You, <laughs> you start with an 80-year jump. And then yeah. at the end, you oh, it just gets madder. Yeah, exactly. Oh. And it just gets madder and madder. Ramping up the stakes like this is mm. excellent. It's so good. I still can't get over it's thirty years old. I cannot. That is, that's it. it I yeah. cannot remember a game. Now I played the Final Fantasies and I do love them, but none of it had. Well, Final Fantasy VI, like I said, was pretty good. So now I'm going back. <laughs> I'm going into my fanboying. Um, but this level, this this level of just storytelling in yeah. that era is so mind blowing to me. For, I can't for, get over it. For what people at the time still thought was just a kid's toy. Right? Yeah, video exactly. Games. In no, exactly. Fives, exactly video games you. were still kids. Toy things, right? You know, we we were jumping under Bowser to save Princess Peach. You know, that was the <laughs> yeah. ending of games, and and you know they were fun and platformy, and there were fun. You know, there were lots of legendary games that we all enjoyed, but this was this was TV, book, and game all in one thing. Yeah, it's just it's masterfully done. It yeah, really I just, is. Final it Fantasy is... VI. We keep referencing that yeah. game, but it, that really is the only contender. Yeah, it's got and it's got the same play style and sprite style yeah. and everything about yeah. it. It's very true. It, 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 again. Square was uh, uh, this was prime Square. Oh yeah, back, and, and back in the day, Square were the storytellers. I wouldn't mm. say so much now. They're kind of losing the plot a little bit, but we'll see what with Final Fantasy sixteen. Oof, I'm hearing but, good things. But they were such storytellers. They they were definitely you went to them when you wanted a game that was big and in depth and like reading a book. Like I said, you like reading a fantasy book that you got to yeah. play, and that was their thing. I like the I like the fact that you can uh, get a game like this, and the story will take you. If if you play an hour or half an hour after school, or whatever, it'll take you months. Yes, no, entirely. That is exactly an that is an epic, right? Yeah, it's, in the most again, literal mm-hmm. uh, uh, meaning of the word, that is an epic tale. Yeah, it's the equivalent of buying a game now and it being a thousand-hour storyline. Yes. Because we all play Skyrim and all these other open worlds that let you do these things and things, and there's lots of hours, and yes, it's very long and all this. But this was 30 years ago. This is the equivalency of having Skyrim, but times 20. 
that there were so many hours just to get through the storyline and stuff like yeah. that. This, and it's you know, not it's it's not just fetch quests. The entire no, yeah, exactly or right. Exactly go kill right. a boar mm-hmm. and level up a hundred times. Yeah, no. no, that's exactly it. It's different areas, different worlds, different story beats, different characters. Mm-hmm. I I keep also comparing this to what we have now, Elden Ring. Mm-hmm. It makes sense. Like I said, I did make that. It, it's. It's yeah, that's very true. El- Elden Ring has the world, just not the story, in my opinion. Right. That's my okay. biggest. Yeah, yeah, I know yeah, we're yeah. going off the. My biggest fault with Elden Ring is its story. If it had this amazing story, it doesn't have to be long, but just this story that you got invested in. That game for me would have been uh, the what's a young people called the goat or whatever, the greatest <laughs> of all time. It, so the issue, the issue with Elden Ring is it does have that story. It's just underneath too many layers. Yeah. And it's too hard to get at. Like I know, I know you yeah, know all the lore and all that's everything it. behind it's it. Not very accessible. Yeah, exactly. But anyway, we digress. Is, we're we're going to rant on. We should probably jump into visuals sometime soon. <laughs> it. I mean, do we have to? <laughs> no, no, I'm perfectly fine. <laughs> this is going to be a bagger of an episode for people. Damn. The visuals. Are, the visuals. I think of this game is. Um, I'm trying to say this correctly. The part that didn't age as well as the rest of this game yeah well that was inevitable to some degree the, the, because of the snes yeah. uh graphics engine that it is you know it, it can only unfortunately do so much. yeah a lot of people look at the visuals for games like this fondly very fondly yes, 100%, it's yeah. endearing oh yeah That's, and like i said if you're a dragon yeah. ball z fan it's straight oh. out the the palette is everything is dragon ball z even the the characterization of the eyes, unlike the the, yeah. the bad guys you kill, yeah. and and the robots themselves, the shading and the colors—they're all out of the the textbook of any Dragon Ball Z uh, yeah. movie. Of no, uh, Akira Toriyama definitely had a style. Oh, hundred percent, yes. And that style had an audience. So, I mean, if you've got a winning formula, yes, and that's all, and it's pasted all over this. But you were saying, like I said, it's just. When I play, when I was playing it, I, I'm sure you probably never watched the original Dragon Ball, not the Z. Uh, when, no, Goku when Goku was, was a young a lad, yeah, with no, his no, uh, red I've stick never thing. Seen that. This is th- this this type of graphics and the color palette is from that era because there was Goku was up against uh, the Red Ribbon Army back in the day, which were all fundamentally robots and stuff. And you can see that that, that transition straight over to this game, i.e., Robo, and in the future. Uh, uh, era that you go to the whole style is the red ribbon army type uh-huh. aesthetic okay i digress yeah it, it it the look of this game it reminds me of a studio ghibli film yeah there was a studio ghibli-esque to it no i agree right mainly due to the fact that it and we, i'm going to use this word again is timeless mm. yes like, years like a ghibli from film. now no, even no, when this game is 60 years old People are still going to play it and look back at it and think, wow, this game is appealing to the eyes. It's good. Well, there was another aspect which I, I actually forgotten about, which is silly really now I think about it, is is uh, back in the day, Final Fantasy and all the other things, random encounters, right? You walk yeah. around the screen and randomly you'd, you'd fall into a battle. I know what you're going to say. This doesn't have that. It had the... <laughs> um, which is quite the trope now. If we look, we look, Pokemon's only just started doing it. You have the the, the 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 enemies on the screen. You you yeah. know what you're walking into. You know the In mushrooms the same... are hiding, and and yeah. you think that's yeah. Again, this is something that's cliched now, but thirty years ago, 
I, I'd imagine they were the first to do it. It didn't seem to catch on much when you look at all the Final Fantasy games later on and the like. But this was big. This was a big visual gameplay mechanic which they kind of invented just for this game. Because random yeah. encounters is a lot easier to do. You just you know you just make a, a random calculator, put two baddies uh, in, there you go, you find well, it out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. But no, they didn't do that. They had to animate each. Uh, animals yeah. like realization yeah. you were there everything they had to put them on in the arena at a yeah. specific place and that's yeah, again it's visually now i might be wrong i can't think of another game that did that especially 30 years ago no i don't think they're uh, not rpg type games For no RPG yeah, type yeah. games no they weren't but if you're looking at i don't know metal gear the first metal gear solid game it is compl- a completely different game but all the enemies were on screen. You could yeah, see yeah, them. and like the the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle games and the exactly. like. You know, they were all exactly. they were all. I know, I know what you mean. But this for for like an RPG or a JRPG, depending yeah. on how you view things. This was this was new for me, and even now it was kind of a delight to kind of see is you know that looks like a mushroom, and then all of a sudden it jumps out with arms and and an angry face, and then tries to kill you. And that was in regards throughout the whole game. The things that looked like something else would 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 morph into something bad or something like that. Yeah. Which, visually, it's just a lot of more fun. It's so much it more is. fun it not is. to get that random encounter thing. The part that I like from this entire uh, 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 aspect, I think, I, th- I I keep on arguing with myself: is this part of the gameplay or the visuals? Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's a bit of both. But I'll say it in this segment anyway, uh, is that once you enter a battle, you can see the enemies before you approach them. Once you approach them and you enter a battle, there's no blank screen and then a battle arena like there is in Final Fantasy or or Pokemon. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You battle them then and there, right? Like a a straight transition type thing, right? Exactly. Uh, Chrono just unsheathes his sword Mm -hmm. and a menu appears at the bottom. Yeah, exactly. You fight in that hallway or bush yeah. or whatever mm-hmm, mm-hmm. how did no other games do this was yeah i know it, was I it just technically was it just too difficult to i'm guessing it was a cartridge or too expensive to do or i don't expensive. know yeah i don't know it, it like you said another thing that they just didn't do but but was in this game i'm guessing when they the, when the the dream team said do something they just had to do it <laughs> there was there was no arguments there was no we can't do that they just said do it and get it done this is um yeah, it's just what just makes it. It's one of those things. I was playing this game and I was thinking to myself, would I want this game as a remake or not? And I found it quite a hard question. Like, would you want this classic era-defining game to be redone? Um, and I'm, uh, that, I'm no, leaning more that, to the no. Why? No. <laughs> Why are you saying that? That's a that that's a yes. Yes, thank you. Would you? I just don't, yes. There's, there's certain are you things. Kidding me? To make it look like Octopath Traveler. Yeah, I guess so. Oh, yeah, to look yes. Like was... <laughs> yes, 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 yes. I guess yes. I've got too much nostalgia invested in it. That I don't know it. why. I'd like it moved over to the Switch and all the other platforms so yeah. I can play it again easily. That I'm, I'm down with. But like, like fully <laughs> rendered and like voiceovered and yes. stuff. Yes. <laughs> I guess I'm, I'm obviously the minority in this regard. Just yes in every way. <laughs> no, it's just the two of us. I've... No, I think there's a ton of people that wouldn't want this remade, but I think it would be excellent to have oh, this remade. it would remade, be cool. Right? I would still play it if it was remade. It's not like I wouldn't pick it up and not play it. I would, <laughs> of course. Okay, let's put it like this. If it, this is remade, it's got, it does nothing to the original game. 
Yeah, right? true. You yeah. can still go back and play that game on your SNES. Or whatever. Oh, I'd love, you I'd love, I'd love them to do. Did you um, ever play them uh, the new Monkey Island games? I like the, the return to Monkey Island and all that. Did you, you know, I, 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 the only reason I bring that up, you can press like F2 in that game and it goes okay. back to the original state. So, you're, you're, yeah, right. Whoa. You can play it with all fully rendered cartoony loveliness. And then if you press F2 or something like that, it goes back to the original pixelated screen. Oh. I would love that okay. in a chrono okay. game. Okay. That okay. would for be the, cool. For, the, for, the, <laughs> for, so, for a nostalgia shot. Yeah, exactly. That would be really cool. Now, if they did now that, that in you like mention a, it. Um, games. Square now Square Enix made, did the same thing for Dragon Quest Eleven. Really? Yes, I think. Yes, I think I remember reading that. I've you're never right? actually you, you played know, it. You know of this? There's a version of you. Uh, okay, in um, Dragon Quest Eleven, what's it? Something, something, something. Elusive Age. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> They've always got long names. The Dragon Quest <laughs> games. There's a option you can toggle that turns the entire game into a, a sprite-based SNES-looking no type game. I did... I, how did how I did, not know this? What? You... Uh, no, you should know this. You should know this. The entire Dragon Quest Eleven is sprite-based then. It looks like an SNES game. Exactly no. like Chrono That's Trigger. That's crazy. Yes, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. That must be with the, the new release one. Like, the fully... They, they did the original release and then they released... A, Ultra duplex super version, like a year the later. Definitive edition. Yeah, yes. that's it. Yeah, that's right. That's the weird names. <laughs> is it with that one? Because I've only played the the first one. That's cool, though. I didn't know that at all. Like that is yeah. that is fun. Like, so I, the entire Dragon Quest Eleven, which is not a short game. No, it is not in the slightest. That is a that is that is a, that's a lot of game. You can play the entire thing in a sprite based SNES style. Oh, that's uh, such 2D a... RPG. That's such a great nod to the to, to the era, right? Because yeah, right. I played lots of the old games. That's so cool. I did not and know that. <laughs> with them remaking Final Fantasy VII yeah. in such a such a grand way, mm-hmm. I think of all companies, Square Enix, they know how to handle the nostalgia of their of their of their older customers. Yes, he's hoping. He's hoping they continue right. because they've, they've done some weird things with NFTs recently. Oh but, no! Uh, oh, let, but let's yeah. not even touch that. So, if they no, were to they remake do. Chrono Trigger, I'm all I'm all in. Okay. Well, <laughs> so, back to visuals. Um, <laughs> it does. It. I, I'm always amazed, and I think the SNES era was one of the greatest parts of it because they really played with um, the palettes, the color palettes of games. If you go, if you look between NES and, right. and SNES. They actually start dealing with uh, shadow and light and stuff like that, which adds so much more 3D aspect to your 2D image. And I know most games, like the SNES is really quite underrated because it was a, it is actually an amazing console. Even underrated? If you at, I don't think well, it's underrated. I think people give it a lot of praise. Well, uh, granted, I'm obviously around like nobody. <laughs> I say underrated. <laughs> it's me and, and my dog doesn't like it much. So that's about it. <laughs> no, it's, I still, I sometimes, okay, I underrate it maybe because uh-huh. I'm still, even if you look at like Metal Slug games and, and all the other oh, ones, if you goodness. actually look at the, the graphics design and the concept and the artistry in it, it's actually really quite in depth. And the yes, idea that they yes, can do that in such Metal a little Slug. package. Yeah. And that little package to do so much, and it's the same thing came across in Chrono Trigger. How many, colors, so, how many colors does the does the SNES have? I actually don't know. I was thinking that same thing when I was doing this. The Super SNES used in the Super SNES has a 15-bit RGB color palette. 
15 bit. That's with up to 256, so 256 ah, simultaneous colors. That's cool. Oh wow! <laughs> but in total, it's got 32,768 colors. Uh, yeah, I, I, all I'm saying is I can now see them all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Those, yeah. no, like I said, I, I am, <laughs> and it's it's so bright in these things, and it does. Yeah, again, it just reminds me of watching Dragon Ball Z, which is another nostalgia kick when I'm playing the game. So you know, it works in so many ways for me. There's a there's a very there is a definitive group of people, a large group of people, that this game just it it is it is a certain. It scratches a certain itch that just can't be scratched anymore. Mm, yeah, I agree. I right? agree entirely, People yeah. try with yeah. Octopath Traveler 2 mm-hmm. um, and the Dragon Age 11 uh, option switch that we talked about earlier. They try, but there's really nothing like Chrono Trigger. Yeah, especially for someone our age or my that's age it. and then slightly that's your <laughs> age. Because um, I often wonder what youngsters would, would think when picking this up. Like, is it... No. Boring? Is it too much writing? I'm guessing those would be one of the biggest headaches in regards to. Uh, it. I think they. I think it'd be. Uh, uh, you know, like you're going past something in a museum. Yeah, no, exactly. Just right. a quick no, look and think. Oh, okay, cool. So that's what it used to look like. Anyway, let's go to the gift shop. Yeah, no, <laughs> <laughs> no, I agree. I agree entirely. It's um, it's makes me feel old thinking about it. But yeah, yeah. I, I think you're right. I don't know. I think I think this is a game to to cherish that you yes. played it way back when. This is one of the games you force your ch- children to play, even though they don't. <laughs> you know. As a child, you know you, you always like force kids to read. It's like you know, stop playing yeah. games, pick up a book, and then, and then you say, "Oh no, you've got one hour <laughs> of reading today." You know, you've got to read The Hobbit or something like that. I think this is one of those games, you know, in the future with the, all the technology we have, this oh, is one of the games yeah. you've got to force your youngster to play, even though they want to uh, play VR. <laughs> I maybe don't know. I, maybe I've got a weird <laughs> view on child rearing. <laughs> That's probably why I don't have any. Um, I know, it's just, I know, it's one of those no, games I, I, everyone I, I, I get, I get, I get what you mean. I get what you mean. It's just funny to hear you say that. <laughs> it's a bit too aggressive. Like, <laughs> uh, <laughs> when I when I was young, we used to go camping in the woods with that's a right. stick. Exactly. It's I'm that type of game. my kids to do the exactly. same. Exactly. Exactly. You're <laughs> you're locked in that room until you've saved Robo. <laughs> go save him. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I think you you talked earlier about color palettes. Mm. I think uh, I wrote this down on my notes here. It is quite quite excellent that you could. From just looking at the scenery, right, on the mm-hmm. overworld, mm-hmm. you can so easily tell in which time period you are. Yeah, and it was quite in-depth, the detail, right, yeah. as well, like the little the buildings and stuff. But yeah, you're right, I agree, keep going. Right, you could, they could only, you could only, there's not a lot of things you can interact with on the overworld, mm-hmm. but from just using the color palette, they could, there's a ton of detail, just different buildings and whatever and and trees and mountains and it sounds it sounds simple but if you actually look at the overworld it's incredible you can't interact with much except from this place to mm-hmm. this place that place yeah that's right yeah that is it but they didn't have to go into so much detail but they did and it's great and the color palette it lends a lot yeah it i know, know exactly what you mean and the dystopianness of the dilapidated buildings later on that's and it. the the, right. the, the orangey palettes of the 
caveman era and, and all the other things that are associated with it. No, it is. It just, it just, I, I know I, I keep gushing, so to speak. It just all works so well. Yeah, and um, it, it jumps between genres. Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> I, I think what I, I talked earlier about running away from the castle and then mm-hmm. going through a time jump and then three seconds later... You're in a sci-fi dome with robots and mutants. What? I, j- I just came from a fantasy <laughs> setting. And now we're genre jumping. In yeah, 1995! Exactly right. Yeah, you, And you would expect, like, you jump and then be in, like, a mysterious forest where you get yes! to, like, rest and save and just be like, oh, okay, new place oh, okay. To, to, to explore. <laughs> but no, they, they, they jump you into the, the, the you know, the... the I'm trying to find not, not to find a swear word. They jump you into the mess of a situation it, almost straight it, away. That's it. That's it. Out of the frying pan into the yeah, fire. exactly right. Like Constantly. you said, that's exactly right. That's exactly right. Okay, what did you think of the audio, Mister Audio Man? Here it is. Here it is. This is the other part. The narrative, timeless, ten out of ten. Audio is the other part that is timeless and ten out of ten. I listened to the soundtrack for this game and I couldn't stop. Hmm. The 32-bit uh, uh, sound uh, uh, soundboard or sound matrix they used to create these tracks is, is uh, was pushed to the absolute limit. Chrono Trigger composer. Let me just let me just Google. Yeah, that I actually quick. wrote his name down, but I can't find it now. Mitsuda. Yeah, right? that's it. Yasunori Mitsuda and Nobuo Nobuo Uematsu. The same that you know what was it? The Dream Team man. Yes, that's right, that's right. Yeah, that's he's right. Final Fantasy guy. And <laughs> Yasunori Matsuda. Somehow, I don't know how he did it. I don't know how he was able to push a soundtrack this good out of the SNES. Out of the yeah, SNES. It is, it is sometimes... I know you probably... So some of the music, I, the only word I wrote down was majestic. Majestic, that's right. A lot, of, a lot of these songs are majestic. How do you do that with such no. a limited you know, field, so to speak. I don't know much no. about music, but you've got such a limited, like, cone of notes yeah. and sound effects you can use, but you make songs that are so almost, opera, you know, like you find in an opera, or yeah. you'd find in, um, I don't know, just a, a fair, a not a fair classic, tale. A, and, classi- yeah. a cl- classic, classical works. Yeah, it it's... Is, <laughs> people that have not played this game think we are just, I don't know, gushing for nothing. Yeah, no, exactly. Thinking, yeah. Oh, it's not so good, what are you talking... It's fine, sure. Go play the game. Yeah, 100%. Just go, go, play, go play the game from start to finish and then tell me you don't agree. I and dare like, you. And in this regard, it's, and it's very one of the weird things, I, not so much with the SNES, but when you play on Nintendo, very few people play with like the sound up. They play it at like a, like a low to medium volume. Oh, are you, to- are, you talk- <laughs> are you talking about Neanderthals? Yes, I know a couple of them. <laughs> skulking around with, the- <laughs> with, their, with their Nintendos. Not Ooga booga, no sound. <laughs> but yeah, this is one of those games you really need to, or you should really turn up the volume. Like even, even to make it loud. I know not many people play it loud, but make it loud because it's not Do really it. voice acting and stuff like that. There's just sound effects and, and the music. And I don't, I can't, I don't, I still don't understand. It, this, the- this came from. Sorry for interrupting. Yeah, fine. <laughs> this came from an era, the SNES era, where music had to do just almost all mm. of the carrying, right? No, very true. You had no very music, true. and yeah. you had to go from point A to point mm-hmm. B, and mm-hmm. there were battle encounters in between. That's right. It would have been boring as hell. It's like Mario, for example. That's why we all know the Mario songs. Exactly. Because they were the the backbone of platforming. You'd enjoy the platforming, yes. but the music. 
got you it amped just, for it. It's go on, incredible. Yeah. It is incredible. But it, I, I just love the, the... Even when you went to the past, future, and, and present, the different um, music styles. I, and it's a cliche yes. that the future one was all, you know, cyberpunky and more... Dystopian. Uh, yeah, and like, it's like a uh, synthesizer-type aspect sounds to them. That's it. And then when you went to the past, there was it was either quiet or less drums less, or bongos yeah exactly right like 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 yeah. it's it's got that initial you know what again when you said visually you know where you are but audioly audioly oh. audio wise you knew where you were too you could close your eyes and say oh I, i'm in the future now i'm in the past now i'm in the castle now you know there was even medieval music for like the the castle aesthetic i feel like i'm saying this every episode but people <laughs> underestimate <laughs> I, I, I do right. i do say that's this your thing people that's your thing <laughs> People underestimate the power and importance, audio, mm. music, voice acting, all of these things have on a game. On, yeah. It is, this game gets it. This game gets it. 30 years ago, this game got it. Yeah. And I might point out there's one bit, again, Nick doesn't know this. I'm not going to say who, where someone kind of dies. And the music no. and the tragedy no. there, if it makes you feel any better, they kind of fix it. They do own a time machine. You keep saying uh, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> but the music there is really tragical. It really is like, damn. You know, you play Final Fantasy VI where you think you've lost or you do lose to Kefka. Yes, it's yes, the same yes. scenario where you think, what uh, can we do now? Like we were, we were building up to all this stuff, and yeah. then this has now happened. How and now? How, how do, do we you go overcome? On? Yeah, this this extreme oppression. How? Yeah, and you should you should hear the music. Then it is so yes. soulful and kind of like drastic. Great. Great. Like, it doesn't happen often enough. I No, exactly, right. <laughs> it it I think because it was so limiting to create these tracks on mm. the SNES, they had to do a lot of melody work. Yes, I agree, yeah. And I think that's why the, a lot of the songs do have such incredible memorable melodies. Mhm. Mm-hmm. The first one I picked up was at the very start of the game, The Millennial Fair. Yeah, yeah. I, was, I thought you were going to say that, yeah. Right? It's such it's such a tune. It sticks in your head. Very joyful and fun. Right? right? Editor, yeah. please put please put in a, a bit of the Millennial Fair right here. It mm. is... I don't... I don't get it. And that's just one song. It yeah, does, that's, just, that's like the first... <laughs> does, that's pretty much the first song. Like right? a, it do, like it doesn't words. really appear again. No. Well, yeah. But no. there are so... There are so many. Like the main theme, even. The Millennial mm. Fair... I wrote down a couple here. The wind scene, uh, uh, the day the world revived, the undersea mm. palace. Yeah, that's right. I forgot I'm about the sa- undersea palace. Yeah, that's it, true. I went through this soundtrack and I was I was stunned. Mm. No, it's awesome. Ten years, that twenty is. years later, games still struggle with this. Mm, no, hundred percent. I I agree. I'm trying to think now. Like, like El- Elden Ring. Did that have a good soundtrack? I don't really know. Not played the game. This is the oh, man. we compare it to oh, good wow. soundtrack. Each time I put on Elden Ring, I just, yeah. I just keep, <laughs> I just stay on the main menu just so I can hear the song. How about in game though? Because we all know in like, game, I, in yeah. game, still very good, still Is very it really? good. Each yes, yes, each <laughs> area you go to, Caled, Limgrave, uh, okay, Weeping Peninsula, the Lurnia of the Lakes, the Altus Plateau, Mountain Tops of the Giants, Dave, it's all good. 
<laughs> Sorry for shouting. I've opened a can of worms there, damn. Um, <laughs> it's... It, I, 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 in, in the... Out, in, <laughs> In the Altus, I'm getting, I'm getting fired up. In the Altus Plateau, there is, you know, you won't, you won't recognize it if you don't have a classical background. But there's yeah. an oboe, just a single oboe playing a single note, right? Okay, that's oh. cool. That's that cool. one note from that one oboe, it yeah. lends to the entire atmosphere of the Altus Plateau. It's, it, it, it lends to the, uh, the creep. There's a creepiness mm. factor to it. It lends to the I don't even I don't even know just the grandiose openness of this flat altus plateau it and it's one note from one instrument okay that's, I don't, no, no, that's pretty that's pretty cool I was just asking to see if you could compare it to the soundtrack to this game and I think the answer is yes I'm sorry I'm sorry <laughs> yes, yes David yes. you can <laughs> yes Dave I I'm sorry <laughs> no it's fine this is like I said it's, it's, it's always good to, I like seeing your views on the audio because I don't have the background at all I like good music and sound effects yep. and stuff yeah but you 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 know far more in depth what's there and how it's made and I do, yeah i do you think see the nuances that segment. will just go above me but it's exactly. fun to listen it is fun all to listen these, to you all of, they're here in chrono trigger these nuances and people haven't picked it up I don't until know. now this is, this is a, it's, <laughs> until now the day critical arcade okay, exactly <laughs> it's 30 years ago this this game has been here for game makers or composers to to study yeah Right, and like, this game doesn't time, even have voice acting, and I scored yeah. it ten out of ten. Mm. I still, every time we keep mentioning thirty years ago, my mind just goes, "What?" That's it. That's it. Compared years compared ago. to how old gaming is, yeah. Uh, what, what, how old is gaming? Fifty years? Eight, Eighty-three? Yeah, I'd say probably older than fifty, depending on what you define it. Probably about sixty right. something. I know okay. my father was is now seventy, and they definitely had like a. Was it called Pong and stuff like that? Yeah, or at least very basic games back then. So oh, yeah, yeah, it's Atari. been around for a while. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It is. It. <laughs> I don't get how. I know games I, it's what it's a it's a miracle game. There's no there's no doubt. Yeah. This was people a people that game. haven't played this game think we're we're overselling. I know. We I agree. We must go play like, Chrono Trigger. I agree. But also, yeah. I always thought I feel bad because people are going to play Chrono Trigger after playing Elden Ring and God of War and say, oh, uh, this is not so yeah. great. But you've got to yeah. have the understand where it came from. You that's know, it, just like it. you said, like a history museum, unless you like history and they go, oh, so that's how they made fire. If you don't have that interest of where it came from, if you pick it up, you won't enjoy it as much because it's not Krotos going boy and, and all the cool things we're accustomed to now. Still play it. Go with the mindset that this was exactly. This is the reason you have Kratos now. That is it, and you have Elden, and Elden Ring, now. Ring. Yeah, exactly. These are the reasons. It's 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 if if you're susceptible to feeling the oldness of a game, don't play it because yeah, exactly. This exactly. game is gonna feel old mm-hmm. to you. Mm-hmm. It is gonna feel old to you. But if you can handle old games like the older Final Fantasies or yeah. well, this game. Please do yourselves a favor. Just set aside some time or a, a couple of months to yeah, play this at your own pace. Yeah, do it. No, I agree entirely. It, I, 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 it, it, this 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 is this is the type of game that I want to see on on our show, right? Sorry, a, a slight segue. We. We made a huge sheet. We've mentioned this before. We made a sheet of 2,000 games, and each week it picks a random game. 
So to get Chrono Trigger on episode 30, that that's like winning the lottery. Yeah, that was really quite joyful. I must admit, it's a weird thing, but that was quite, you know, made me smile for the rest of the day, so to speak. Yeah. Because, I'm, I've, yeah. No, you're, you're right. You're right. This is... There's a there's a very very low chance, less than a point zero one percent chance of that happening, and it happened. So anyway, that was that was completely <laughs> that had nothing to do with what's next. No, gameplay, yeah, gameplay. Let's jump. Let's jump. Nice segue to <laughs> gameplay there. Um, yeah, okay. Gameplay wise, again, I couldn't get over like the new things they added to it. That I I picked up this game and I started playing it again, and and there's. I know, I forget what there is in it. And then just the simple premise that your your special attacks can combo up. I was uh, like, okay, I yes. forgot that. Yes. That's still not a thing. You know, that no, wasn't it isn't. a thing. You know, you've got limit breaks and stuff in Final Fantasies and all this. But your your moves comboed. So you could play around with your, your play styles and your other characters and try to see what new moves would come up when... And they, and they did it smart. Yeah. They did so- it smart. Right? Combining the uh, 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 tricks they already have. Like yeah. Luca's fire gun and a uh, 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 Chrono's sword. Yeah, the, the, that's right. I just thought... Yeah, again, I know it's we're gushing over something that sounds really simple, and it kind of is, but it didn't exist. Mm. This was, again, this was a very small little thing they added to the game that just which just blew your mind again because you've already got the, the art style and you've got the music and you've got the story. And then even the gameplay has these little nuances and little fun little bits to add and do and to find out which just makes playing the game so much easier because it's quite but, long but, but i think you i find th- out I th- new things right i think you got it just now this game has just a ton of small things that add up mm. and eventually they aren't so small anymore no it's only and eventually I... it's two tons of of small things mm. and even though the, 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 yeah. oh. the battles get complex later on like yeah the, the, the move systems and the healing and I know it's a cliche and the healing and stuff like that but bad guys have um, resistances and vulnerabilities that you have to find out yourself you know it's not just a case you can just spam the best move that you've got because it's right. super powerful it's actually quite a bit of in-depth aspect to the to the thing. and there was even um, a distance thing you know, in regards to if you're far away, you could spam your long distance because then they can't counter. But if you're close up, a lot of the bad guys often had a counter to a physical attack. So it, there, there was strategy to this little fighting it, little it, arena it. thing. It's all because of the dynamic battle arena. Each battle mm. arena was different. It was dynamic. Right. Sometimes you'd start a battle and oh, now there came in enemies from the back. Suddenly you're flanked. Yeah, exactly. Right. No, exactly. And you had to make a plan. No, exactly yeah, right. This mm. battle, this dynamic battle arena system that Chrono Trigger made thirty years ago, yeah, exactly, <laughs> was incredible. The gameplay aspect it lent to the game was next to none. Not even Final Fantasy VI did this. Not no, exactly near. right. No, exactly right. It really didn't. This was all new. And oh god, just I say it. This is a very gushy episode. I'm not going to lie. Yes. But just everything, and and I like twelve endings in a game. I know we brought it up before, but gameplay wise, you have to make certain decisions to get different endings. So it kind it kind of segues in, but that that wasn't a thing. I cannot remember Jeez. maybe a game <laughs> thirty <laughs> years ago endings. that had more than one ending. Maybe two, like good and bad. Yeah. You do the good choice or the bad choice. That was often a thing that still still is today. But twelve, twelve no. different endings. That means Yo. there's narrative arcs and branches sorry that they had to account for 
and, and redo and rescript and and uh, visualize and, and build audio for for each different ending to some degree. I just I find it again thirty years ago. This is mind boggling stuff. I know that Elden Ring's got what five different endings and is it five? Sorry, I don't know. Um, four or three, four? I think. Okay, either way, I know multiple endings is quite a, a, a common thing now to some degree. Or it's not as a spectacle. No, exactly. Right. But if you hear a game as multiple endings, you think, "Oh, okay, that's cool." That's, that's true. Cool. That's true. It's not a selling point anymore, no. is it? You just think you can replay it at some point yes. again and probably get. But this was again thirty years ago. This didn't exist. This was mm. this was madness. Like, what kind of wizards are they that they made a game that had <laughs> so many endings? This was this you this wasn't it. a thing. The dream team. It really was. It really is one of those scenarios where all the things came together to create something that worked. So, and it's very rare for that actually to happen. Yes, truly. Mm. Um, it happens more... Nowadays, oh, I can't even say that it happens more often or not, because we still get a lot of duds today. Even. Mm, oh, 100%. Yeah. Just no, it is very rare. You could suggest uh, Lord of the Rings and Star Wars <laughs> are the same example. <laughs> yes. You know, um, I, I, I'd even give... Both those stories, when you had an underdog director that never did it before, and then you get the right people and then play, and then you make something like that. It's the same thing with this game. Granted, Very you haven't much. got the underdog director in this regard, but it could have been, it it could have been the dream team, and they made a bad game, and that they, you know, the ramifications from that would have been massive. Yeah, but, uh, anyway, too many cooks in the kitchen for yeah, for exactly, yeah, exactly, that type of thing. Yeah, what. I think um, out of all my scores, gameplay was maybe the lowest. But saying that, it wasn't low at all. I think I gave it an 8 out of 10. Yeah, I I, I gave it a 9. It wasn't perfect. Okay, so get it. The gameplay is good. It's Mm. good. It's great. I like it a lot. The gameplay loop they created here is the same as in the Final Fantasy games of this era, but much more fluent, much better. There's no blank screens in between. You'd be uh, uh, traversing the open world, going Mm. into an area, and then you'll see an enemy. You approach the enemy... I said this before, you unsheathe your sword and you start battling. Yeah. That's it. After the battle, you sheathe your sword again and then you continue walking. Yeah, no exactly. blank screens, it is seamless. no loading yeah, no. screens. Mm-hmm. It's seamless. The gameplay loop they created here was better than Final Fantasy at oh, the Oh yeah, time. no, I agree entirely. Like and Final battle, Fantasy was at yeah. the top. Yeah, 100%. Final Fantasy's got the randomization, the attack, and yes. then the, 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 the treasure screen or whatever. You know, where yes. you, you get your experience and the items and your money and it breaks it all down for you. This doesn't have that. You just continue, you keep going on. You get these little pop-ups saying you've leveled up or you got an item, but that was it. Yeah. You just kept walking, you know. And you're right. That adds that immersion that you're the warrior and you're not here to just level up and grind. Yeah. You're here to save yeah. the world. No, it is. Again, that didn't happen. All the Final Fantasy games had the same thing. Random yeah. encounters, fighting, status screen. And then all of a not- sudden, this came out. Yeah, it's not it's not like the Final Fantasy gameplay loop was bad. No, it was no, good. This not, one no. is just better. Mm. But it's fascinating. I, would, I, yeah, I would say this is the part that has not aged as well as the audio or the narrative. Yes, no, I agree. It's you still know, fine. It's... it's still extremely playable. Mm-hmm. It just didn't age as perfectly. No, I agree. No, I, I agree. Like I said, this whereas we we tote it as a thirty year game. Yeah. It has aspects of it that it's a 30-year game that's not as polished as 
Up to now, it could be, and you we got to grade it in that regard. But you, you, yeah. oh yeah, sorry for interrupting. No, no, go on. I was pretty much finished. You played the DS version. I played both versions, but yes. Oh, I not not okay. recently, but I have played both versions. What the DS, are some of the differences? Uh, the DS version's a little more polished graphically. Uh, the DS version, I believe, has um, anime cutscenes. On certain, <laughs> yeah, on certain aspects to like the storyline, it's actually fully animated. Yeah, again, in, in Dragon Ball Z type style, so it's all what? all there. There's, there's not many of them, but yeah, it's got some animated cutscenes in it, okay. uh, which are pretty cool. There's no doubt. Yeah, of course, look they are pretty. Akira Toriyama style animated cutscenes. Yeah, exactly. So you get to see all the characters like fully fleshed out and stuff, which is that's it, it is pretty cool. That's um, that's 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 oh wow, that's that's like what Nino Kuni did. Yeah. Right? Nino Ni no Kuni. Yeah, they, they level 5 made Nino Kuni, I think 2013, with Studio Ghibli. And then Studio That's Ghibli right. actually made a lot of the 2D cutscenes. Oh, yes. No, of course. Yeah, I see where you're going now. Yes, exactly right. Yeah. And um, there's another ending in it. And there's a little bit of the, uh, the user interface that is streamlined a little better okay. to use the touch screen at the bottom. Some and stuff quality like of life improvements. Yeah, exactly. That's about it. But it's it's well worth getting either version of the game. Granted, the DS one is a lot cheaper than the SNES one, as you can imagine. Um, oh, of course. But yeah, it, it, they, they do do some improvements. And I believe they've even improved it a little bit more on Steam. I think Steam's also run through some texture upgrades or smoothing yeah. of the edges or something. I'm not entirely sure. Is Chrono Trigger part of... Oh, this is probably a part of the later conversation in Value for Money. Is it part of Nintendo's Switch Online? Uh, not that I could see. I might be oh, wrong. Okay. I can't say I actually... I'd figured that I'd noticed that by now. Yes. Because just in my general shopping and, and looking around, I'd have spotted yeah. that. I may be wrong, but I don't think it is. Okay. Now, it, the, the, so, if, moving back to gameplay, I think... <laughs> what? That was quite That was quite <laughs> a segue off of the gameplay loop. Yeah, that's fine. There's really not much else. I, we can go on about the gameplay, yeah. it, this being a Squaresoft game, lending just a ton from Final Fantasy. I like the exploration. Mm. Oh, if, you've play, yeah, if you've played a 2D SNES RPG, you know what you're in for. Yeah, exactly right. This is just the peak performance one. And it's, like I said, there's so much. It's just, like I said, this could be hours upon hours episode if I even just dived into the narrative for like half a minute. <laughs> like, there is so much there. Uh, did you find any bugs your side uh bugs yeah performance issues bugs i don't there's <laughs> how do you even know nothing no, same here. none it's right? one of those not even bugs but loading screens yeah Almost no, none. practically nothing i saw nothing it's, i couldn't get anything is... how this came from a, this, it's incredible the only right, bug right. I found is at the beginning, at the festival, I could yes. never win that bloody race. <laughs> at the festival, what? you know, those, there were those guys running around like a yes, goblin. Yes, I remember. I kept betting on them and I kept losing. I didn't win it once. <laughs> and in my mind, oh. I'm considering that a bug. It was, it was tainted. It was, it was a cheat. They were cheating. I didn't win it, it once. It was rigged. Exactly. It was rigged. They I, set it up against you. I'm sorry. I did that like six times. And that cat, Whoa. the cat, like almost always won, except for when I chose the cat. Ah, yeah. of course, of I'm course, call- that would happen. I'm calling that a bug. That's a bug for me. <laughs> but, well, besides your very obvious bug, <laughs> yeah, I, I, that, I, I, 
<laughs> I didn't have any. No, there no, weren't no. any loading screens like most no. games would have. Uh, no break in between gameplay segments. No, we talked about this earlier. It's yeah. just a seamless transition from traveling to battling, back to exploring. Yeah, this is just... <sighs> it is a solidly built game. There was nothing there. Right? But yeah, it, it, for, it is what it is. I'll say it again. I'll say it again. For 1995. Jeez. It's like I can't get over how many people I know that's, that they weren't born, but they also... like Like, I... Nieces and nephews who are like fifteen years old, they weren't not only born, but their entire life before that was when this game came out. So everything they are now, and then some. I know it's a weird thing the way to describe yeah. it, but it's just really no. weird to think it's that old and I'm that yeah. old for like a better term. <laughs> and it's that, so, it's still so good. Yeah, it is. You said it. It is a solidly built. This was built by people who knew what they were doing. Yeah, really? and, and, and to be honest with you, this ain't going to come around again. Like that dream team are never going to work. Unfortunately, again. not. Unfortunately, not. Games just don't. The, the, now, I mean, we said this earlier as well. The dream team is, uh, 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 or a dream team would be the team for Elden Ring. You know, Miyazaki and George R. R. Martin. That's an excellent collaboration. Probably not to the caliber of. Uh, Uematsu, uh, Toriyama, and the other guy. But no, you're right. This this isn't going to come around again. No, exactly. So this is one of those those diamonds in the rough. You know, one of those gems lightning that, in a bottle. Yeah, it really is. It really is. And sadly, when the the infrastructure of the gaming industry right now is never going to come up again. You just oh, no. it's, it's too competitive. It's too cutthroat. It's quite cut sad. It's, yeah, quite it's sad. just never going to happen. <clears throat> Executives what, what? have gotten yeah, a hold. Exactly. They see what type of money games can make, and they're not, never going to let go. No, exactly right. And you're right that they'd argue over artistic this and direction that and stuff like uh, that. It just wouldn't work. It's anymore. already happening it's, uh, in film. Yeah, exactly right. right. A film exactly is made, right. and then executives say, mm, "Drop out." Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It seems audiences are relating to jokes. Let's put a joke in the middle of this funeral. Yeah, exactly scene. right. No, exactly. And yeah, no, yeah, no. You're right. Oh, and it wasn't the direction I wanted to take it, so we've had to hire a new. Di- Ugh, you're right. Yeah. It's everybody's uh, obsessed with their own opinion. To some it's the worst. Anyway, so, uh, yeah. price wise, what did you think? This one is weird. This one is weird. It it is always a bit difficult when we talk about older games, mm-hmm. right? Games from the nineties. How much does a copy of Chrono Trigger go for? Are we talking like physical now? Yes. Like for the SNES, like a second-hand one? Yes. You're yes. talking between like two to $300 quite easily. Oh. Yeah, second-hand, like brand new. It's, 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 it's closer to 500 to $1,000, like quite easily. I can imagine $1,000 would yeah, be correct. exactly. Jeez. Wow. If you, if you bought this way back when, even if you played it second-hand, this is a good investment at this point. No, yeah. Even though the, if you've got hold of the DS version, which is the newer mm-hmm. version, I come that's like a, I wrote down like 50 to $90 game secondhand. That's still, that's still quite... That's and that would have money. been, that would have printed quite a lot of them. You know, yeah, you yeah, can yeah, imagine yeah. SNES numbers compared to DS numbers. Yeah, because com- it, w- it was different. already a classic by that Yeah, time. exactly, exactly. But luckily, you can also pick these games up on Steam. Hell, you can even pick it up on the Play Store, which I noticed, which is I didn't expect. Yeah. You can play this on your mobile. No, I mean, Square, Square Enix, they've even released a ton of Final Fantasy games on the on Yeah, I know, no, I know. On, no, on mobile. I, yeah. Uh, and I got those at about $15 a piece. I don't know if you found <laughs> anything cheaper. No, 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 no. I didn't, I didn't uh, research. No, it's around $15. It's 
And it's always yeah. going to stay that price point, to be honest with you, because it's mm-hmm. such a, a legendary game. And you're, yeah. This is one of those games I don't think you're ever going to find for like $5. Because it's no, too good. No, unfortunately not. Yeah, it's but got too much of a pedigree. <clears throat> they, uh, I'm just hoping they release it on Nintendo Switch online. Yeah, that would be cool. That would that be really is, cool. That is one really. of the games that they can put on. No, I agree. And I and one of those those weird I'd like to, I'd I'd love to see what that looked like on the new screen of the switches. I know it's weird because they'd have yes. to scale it up. But I guess they scaled it up for the Steam releases anyway, right? Because of the I guess so. Uh, monitors. No, definitely. I'd look I would like that on the It could be on the the Switch. I just can't remember seeing it there. And I certainly it didn't come up when I was looking for prices on it either. So mm. I presume it would have done. But even even just with its actual monetary value aside, this game is 100% worth it. 100%, yes, I agree. Right? It is, it is timeless, pun intended. It is timeless. You, you know, if I didn't, if I had the money, I would pay 50 to $100 or something for it. If I had that spare, because I would like to, there's yeah. that comfortable feeling of knowing that you own a masterpiece, yeah. like if you yeah, put yeah. a, a yeah, yeah. picture on the wall or uh, something like that. Oh yeah, you get it framed. Or yeah, graded. exactly. This is one of those games you would you would you'd make sure was displayed on your shelf, like you know, face out, so it's not just the spine. You get to see it and go, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I own, own it. it. Yeah, exactly. But right. Just, exactly. Even even just playing it, this can one hundred percent still be played, and your 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 time would still feel respected and valued you, you yeah was exactly a good play it has yeah. some extreme staying power yes 100 percent. Right? just the mixture of the the uh, uh, the gameplay right the music the narrative of all things the narrative the narrative is big like we didn't even we talked about it quite a lot but there's so much more there like there i'm really so is. tempted to tell you about frog but i can't do it <laughs> frog, <laughs> frog has such a story they all do yeah. but frogs is cool yeah. <laughs> is so cool. I it, it it anything else for value for money? No, that's fine. I'm good. This game is just there's so much more you can say about it because people are still talking about this game thirty oh, years yes. later. Uh, it really, is 100%. incredible. Mm. It really is. I <laughs> we we scored this game quite highly. Both of us we gave it some 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 fat scores, right? Uh, uh, those scores time jumped thousand years into the future 80,000 years into the past and somehow we got it back it terraformed the planet and we got it back and we gave Chrono Trigger SNES Classic 1995 the letter grade rating of A our first one our actual first ever A that's it, better it, than God of War Ragnarok it is yes it's better than God of War Ragnarok and in my humble opinion it is better it is. than yeah, God of no, War Ragnarok. And it's we gave 30 God of War Ragnarok. years old. <laughs> we gave that game an A-, minus. Yeah. this game an A, and I am super cool with that. Yeah, same here. Like I said, I can't... Like I said, I know, ladies and gentlemen, we're gushing a lot, and yeah, okay, that, so, so we, sure, we do fine. have a bit of a bias to this type of... Well, I certainly do. But this game is so good, and it, I just can't get over how old of it and how old it is and how when you play it, that doesn't come across. No, it's it a little bit, ever so slightly, but it's I just like, can't get over that. What? It's like watching an old movie, The Godfather yeah. Part 1. What's that? 70-something. Mm. Yeah, something like that. I can't remember. Or, or, or uh, uh, Episode 4, A Last Hope. That's 77. 
Yes, that's true. That is. That's what I do know. I agree. feel so old. No, exactly. No, there's just everything about this. Get it, play it. If you can, own it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> if you've got that type Ooh, of money. That's a <laughs> uh, lot of money. It is. But yeah, everything about this. This is, the, this is rightfully taking the first place on our list so far. I'd be am- oh, I'm man. intrigued to think what game might knock it off its spot. That'd be I don't exciting know. to find out. <laughs> I don't that, know. That's going to be difficult. Is it? Is it? I don't know. I th- no. I think this is, <laughs> this is this is here to stay. Yeah, this I think you could stay. be right. But we'll see. We'll see. Maybe there are games still to come that might you know blow sure. us away. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? You're right. Uh, Digimon World Four. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I'm, hell yeah, no. That's the contender, right? That they're right there. <laughs> Um, so no, much. I think what might knock it off uh, could be Final Fantasy VII. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, you know, even I am a big Final Fantasy VII man. I'm not going to lie, but this this one just did too much. Oh, I know, a, I know, that's a big I, am, statement. I am a big Final Fantasy fella, but no, this one did <laughs> more. I'm sorry. All right. Uh, thanks for listening to this episode of the Critical Arcade Podcast. If you'd be so kind, leave us a review on wherever you listen to your podcast. It helps us. A ton, just to just to just to break the mold, please, yeah, please. <laughs> uh, you can follow us on our social channels on Facebook, on our Instagram, and you can also catch us on email. You can get me at nick at criticalarcade.com. and I'm Dave at criticalarcade.com. Besides your email, Dave, where can we follow you? Well, this is uh, this is a bit different. Now, it, you shouldn't want to follow me, but this time <laughs> round, I'm going to do everyone a favor. If you follow me, I will lock you in a room with a copy of this game. And make you play it <laughs> all the way through. Now that's a long, that's a long amount of playing. Don't get me wrong. And this sounds like a punishment, but in the no. end, you will come out and you will shake my hand, and and there will be lovely music as you walk off into the sunset. Because yes, that's what will happen. So I know that makes but you please, sound like you should but, follow me, <laughs> but, but please be prepared. If you walk into the sunset. Just leave our copy of... <laughs> yes, please, yeah. If it's a relig- a ri- an original, by all accounts, please make sure you don't take that or you'll be running into the sunset, I'm sure. <laughs> Thanks. That doesn't sound too bad, to be honest. No, exactly, right? <laughs> uh, support us on Patreon for exclusive content where we've got bonus episodes. We've just got a ton of ideas for bonus episodes. Uh, yeah, we can, just, we can do it, an entire spoiler it. episode for Chrono Trigger, right? Yeah, let's write it We down. can have a bonus episode on yep. that. That's, there's a lot of good things. And Critical Cinema. It's this, this exact show, but for film and movies. Yeah, Join like, us for that. I'll ask him this quick, quick. Have you watched The Godfather, Nick? You brought up The Godfather. Have you watched it? I did. I have not. Hey, see? And there's another there episode of Critical Cinema right there. Because Nick, for some <laughs> reason, hasn't watched The Godfather. <laughs> I'll go. I'll I'll get to it. I'll watch I'll, I'll, I'll watch it for the show. How, exactly. how, how about no, that? My first impression of the Godfather exactly. is going to be recorded. <laughs> Jeez, just to segue to the next conversation, <laughs> what are we playing next week? Dave? Oh yes, sorry, I'm still trying to get over. You haven't watched the Godfather. I'm still a good game and the Godfather. It's just too much for my brain. Um, next week we're playing uh, a game I've never actually. I, I, they they were, came out and they, they were playing. They were on Xbox. I think they mainly came out on. Uh, the Splinter Cell game franchise, and we're playing Double Agent, which... Have you ever played any of the original Splinter Cell games? I've played the first Splinter Cell game on PC. Yeah, I think I watched my brother I do, play I do get the appeal. Yes. It's kind of like a, 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 a Metal Gear Solid, but without the bizarre storyline and snakes and hot cold yeah, and a, stuff like that. Yeah, it's a lot right? more... 
it's a lot more how do I say uh, uh, dipped in realism. Yeah, like twenty four, right? Solid. It plays out like right. like Kiefer Sutherland twenty four. Exactly, exactly. SPNR's you don't get anyway. a Doctor Strange love. Yeah, exactly. And a man. What, it's a, what, what 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 happened in Peaceful? Oh, his wheelchair had legs. Yeah, <laughs> that's, no, that's what people like that, about. It's, it's just a normal doctor man. Yeah. and a normal wheelchair. Yeah, and it's very realistic. It is fun, right? Mm. <laughs> we'll see. So yeah, tune into next ep- uh, next week's episode for Splinter Cell Double Agent. <laughs> Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Critical Arcade Podcast. We'll see you next week. Cheers. Cheers.